How you guys doing? This is Generation Delta. This is your boy, Anthony Collins. And your boy, Nate B. Who the heck is Nate B? You mean Nate Nathaniel? Yeah, I know it's Nate B. Ain't Nate no Nathaniel. Call my government name. Government name? The government gave you that name? Yep, government name. I could have swore your mother and your father probably chose nope. that name for you. Nope. Then they're like, this dude looks like Nathaniel. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so how you guys doing? I want to welcome you back to the show. And today we're going to talk about them pesky, no good, can't do nothing for themselves, bosses we know you got. Supervisors, bosses, general manager, district managers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Go ahead, start us off. Start us off. Shoot, I don't know what to say. Tell me about your boss. My boss is a good guy. I am a good guy. Thank you. The heck? Oh, shoot. The heck? Oh, shoot. We partners over here. Partners? Yeah. I'm a mastermind, though. <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> now, go ahead, bro. Tell us. What, that's what the day show is about. We want to know, what do you perceive as being a good boss? And I could I could be straight up right here and just say, what I see as being a good boss is just a, someone who can do their damn job. Yeah. That's that's basic. If you can do your a, job and do it right without and I, when I say complain, I understand you know, like if you got long hours or something's not going the way you want it to, you get upset. You complain, yeah. quote unquote. But what I'm talking about complaining is, uh, we don't have enough people to work this shift and it's your fault because you keep showing up to work on time, never late, always here, but somehow it's my fault that you can't get enough employees to work. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's yeah, a bad boss. Go ahead. Let me know what you that's think. That's a bad boss. You don't see... Man, I guess that boss don't really see the problem what's going on. Maybe it's him. It Maybe is him. It's, uh... It definitely is him. <laughs> I know it's him. It's definitely not me because I'm the one showing up to work. I'm the one doing what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. I'm the one with no complaints against me. But yet, uh, apparently, I make too many complaints. That's part, That's what it is. That's why it's your fault. Yeah, I guess That's so. Why right? It's your fault. Nobody's showing up to work. Yeah, nobody's showing up to work because I I state the obvious. I guess you could say. <laughs> yep, hey, you gotta stop stating the obvious so much. That's what it is. When real recognizes real, that's when I'll stop. You know? <laughs> that's the thing. I could just say this right here. I mean, I asked you to start off, but you didn't want to. I guess you got scared. Got scared. No, the thing is, is with the boss, you know, a lot of people go into, I believe, let me rephrase this. I believe a lot of people go into jobs automatically thinking, you know, their boss is trash, right? Don't even know the person really. Because I know automatically when we first get, when we got that first job, we were all, yes, sir, yes, ma'am, no, sir, no, ma'am, you know, straight to the punch. That's how normal people work. Yeah, you know they're they're gonna be you know trying to impress their boss, show them hey I'm I'm supposed to be here and everything like that. So I would assume further down the line after having a couple of jobs, a lot of people will be reacting to personal issues that have happened in the past with other bosses and be like oh this boss probably ain't good and everything like that. So I see that bias. That's what I'm saying. I already know there's some people that are going to be like that. Oh, yeah, my boss is this and this. And then you see the boss and that dude is probably the hardest working person. Yeah. Right? So what I'm saying is this right here. What do you think is a good boss? If you were the boss or you were the supervisor or you were the 
shift manager or whatever they want to call it at your job, what would you expect from yourself to make the job run smoother? I expect myself to make sure I have everything in order, being early on time, being having my employees ready to work, having their stuff already put out there, say, hey, we got this low for you today. That's what you're going to be doing. On the board, I have everything ready for you guys to do. This is what you're going to be doing today. This is a good boss. He has your payment on time. He don't make any mistakes. Well, I mean, you're a but human being. But boss man, but boss man, <laughs> you're doing too much. Nah, What's up hey. with this guy? You're doing too much. Doing you want enough. us to do too much. What do you say to that person? You're fired. Dang. <laughs> Dang. You're doing too much. Dang. You're doing too much, boss man. Like, why is it that he has to put down 55 orders and he knows we can only do like six of them? And by, okay, yeah, if there's a boss uh, doing uh, that. Uh, and they know that person, well, that they could only do six a day or something. I don't know why that boss is putting more work than they can handle. That's a, a money-hungry person. That's a money-hungry boss. But let's let's be for real. Let's say this this uh, employee isn't so much that he can only do six a day. That he only wants to do that six a day. That he only wants to do if, six if, a if day. But here's the thing. But here's the thing. You know, and that's what I mean by complaining is, you know, you're not hearing that as, as a boss. You're not hearing them complain. You just... See, all of a sudden, a change in identity, a, a change in culture around the the workspace. Yeah. And you're trying to figure it out. You come to find out it's this one guy that you thought was a good worker, but come to find out he only wanted to do six loads a day or whatever. Whatever they're doing. Yeah. But I'm like, these two, bruh. If you know you can do... At least 50 to 55, whatever the thing is. And you're trying to just do six. But that ain't even close to half yeah. of what you need to be doing. So that's a lazy That's a lazy worker. That's a bad worker on top of that. That's not even the boss. You can't even blame the boss for that. The boss is over here trying to make sure everybody has money in the bank. But yet you want to be lazy and not do your part. Um, when, it, when it comes to a company, everything has to go smoothly to where there's a... Or the stage, you got your employees, you got the the customers, your bosses. So everything has to work all together. Because without customers, there's no there's no work. Without employees, there's no work. Without boss, there's no work. So everything has to run smoothly. So that employee is complaining about doing six, <laughs> and they're supposed to be doing fifty. <laughs> doing fifty. That he needs to get rid of that person, and if he's doing, if he's getting rid of someone that's not good for the company, he's being a good boss. Well, let me put it like this. This is my my opinion now. So what I what what kind of gets me is this, these types of jobs where performance doesn't matter. You do six, you do fifty. They don't care. They want the job done. Okay, I can understand that. But you also want someone who's efficient. And gets the job done in a timely manner. Right. Not, oh, well, I could do six today and I get 20 of them done tomorrow and then three done the next day. Like, if you don't care, then that's fine. But, like, if it needs to be done in a timely manner, it needs to be done. So, what I'm saying is this right here. I, what I hate is you got employees that do show up on time, do what they're supposed to do without being having someone hover over them, micromanage uh, without someone having to say, hey, I need you to do this. They do it. They do it automatically because they know it's in the job description. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, they they were told at, in orientation, this is what you're going to do. 
not one time since orientation has anybody had to tell them again, you know what, you got to do this because they've all, they're already doing it. And if they make a rule at work and they said, you know, for safety issues, you're not supposed to have your head, your earbuds in, right? And this person is doing that while everybody else, you're catching them all the time. To me, that's a good employee. And what makes a good boss is recognizing those people and saying, you know what, this is what we strive to be at. You know, you hear about it all the time in football locker rooms and baseball locker rooms, basketball locker rooms, a culture. What is the culture of the place? Is this a culture of we're going to do what we're supposed to do or is this a culture of sneaking around? Mm -hmm. Or is this a culture of we don't care what you have to say, we do what we want to do? I know there's some jobs that they have safety inspections. So if they say, you know, no headphones, there's a reason before. It's not because we don't want you to listen to music while you work, but it might be because, you know, a lot of people have been having headphones in, getting hit by cars because they didn't hear them coming. Or they were too dumb to look. Yeah. <laughs> or something happened that's an emergency and they had the headphones on and too dumb to understand. Well, you're at a job where you got to use your ears. Let's turn down the music a little bit or just use one headphone. You're too dumb to do it, so you ruined it for everybody. Certain things like that. So I see what I see as a good boss is a person that can recognize, first, recognize that his employees are valuable. Yeah. Two, that uh, also understand that at the same time, if if something's going on at the job, let's say you're under understaffed, that as the boss, the supervisor, the shift manager, whatever you want to call it, you're going to have to step up and also do jobs that are, quote, beneath you. And that's issues I've had at jobs where they, oh, they're too high and mighty. Well, I'm the boss. I don't have to do that. Well, if I wasn't here, who would be doing it? Mm-hmm, all right. <laughs> you would because I'm pretty sure you're boss because people forget that too. There's someone over everybody, even if you're the owner of the shop. You probably have a board that's over you or you got to be part of. Or even if you're on uh, on that board or just the sole owner, you still got to pay taxes to the government. So mm-hmm. there's someone. You still got to follow OSHA. You still got to do all that kind of stuff. So that's that's the main thing. You know, people forget there's always someone over. L- let's let's say this. What the people say, well, there's no one over the president. Yeah, the people. Mm, yeah. And at the same time, the president's over the people, right? You know, it's it goes both ways, basically. But the thing is, is when we look at those situations, people forget. Like, we're, we're, in, the, we're, in, we're in the age right now where people can negotiate the crap out of a job. I want to get paid this much. I want hours for this time. I want to do this. I want to do that because of the situation. They got all these jobs. Nobody wants to work these crappy jobs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's and uh, I've tried to explain this to several people. It's like, bro, just go in there and act like you know what you're doing. That's all you got to do. You know what? Uh, I want to get paid $20 an hour to work at this site. Well, we're not going to do it. Okay, then buy. Someone will. Someone will pay you what you're worth. Because, no, $7.50, $7.25, $9, $10 ain't cutting it in most cities and towns around the United States. That's not going to cut it. For a person that has a family, let alone a person that doesn't have a family. Right. So, to make a long, very long story short, if you're going to be a boss, you're going to be a supervisor, simply just do your job. And your job is making sure the job goes smoothly. smoothly. Yeah. 
It doesn't matter if you got to stay up late. I don't care. That's why you're the boss. Exactly. Oh, well, I had to stay an extra two hours. Okay, I, I have no sympathy for you. Yeah, That's the reason the why I'm not the supervisor. Day. Exactly. I think the boss needs to be the first person there and the last one to leave. Exactly. And if you can't get your people out of there on time, then you need to figure out a solution. Exactly. If you can't get your, if you, if every day you got to keep these people on overtime or do this or do that, beg someone, please come in because this person doesn't want to show up, then that means something's going wrong. And instead of fixing those solutions, I mean, fixing, fixing those problems most of the time and finding solutions. Most of the time, it's just, oh, well, I just don't want to have to do this. But they're getting the weekends off. Mm-hmm. Or let's say, you, you, you know, we don't have enough people. So they're like, oh, well, y'all can't get breaks today. But they're taking about 50 breaks. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Going out, yeah. doing their thing. And while the actual worker, then they wonder why the workers want to quit or want to fight them or want to do this. They're being underappreciated. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Uh, these corporate entities... Sometimes don't even help the people. You can work for, let's say, a security company, right? Right. And these companies all over the world. You could make up the whole, you know, the companies all over the world. But at that at that office, you having problems at that office. You try to do something at that office, they want to cover it up. Yep. You go to the corporate office and you make reports and do all that, and you're not hearing anything back. Well, it's because not only does that office that you work for not care, but the corporate office doesn't care because you're nothing. You're just another body that does their bidding, basically. Pretty much. So you know that's the that's the problem. If 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 a, a, what I like I said, a good boss is a person yes, who can actually do a job that nobody else wants to do, but do it to a satisfactory standard. Mm-hmm. And satisfactory meaning, again, if you don't have people to be there, you're there, yeah. no matter what. I don't care if it's your day off or not. If you didn't want to do that, guess what? You shouldn't have gotten hired for that position. Yep. I remember the, the the worst job or boss I ever had, if we're going to talk like in that type of situation, was being a bouncer. Mm. Yeah. Like, they they really do not care. No. About you at all. No. You're you know? very unappreciated. And, mo- and let me put it like this, too. And depending on where you're at, if you're, if you, again, we're talking about a bar so some bars, you know, they want to have the people, you know, they're going to look out for you, you're going to do this stuff. They're going to be up to standards, right? Yeah. Be up to code, I should say. But then you have some of these bosses that don't don't give a crap because, oh, I'm cool because I own a bar. Exactly. My homies let, come here to hang out. Mm-hmm. Won't let, let uh, what's it called, underage people in when you tell them no in the first time. Oh, well, I know this person. And then tell you they're going to write you up for not IDing people. Yeah. What? You're the one that told me not to do it. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Don't care if you get injured in, in your job. They tell you, oh, well, we still need you to stay. Yeah. <laughs> you sound like you're talking from experience. No, I, I know. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Dang. <laughs> What's going on with you, Debo? Uh, Dang. I know, bro. That's probably one of the worst bosses I ever had. Mm. I've had a couple of bad bosses. And not to the point where some people are like, oh, I could just kill my boss. No, not nah, like that. I, ain't, I, ain't I don't think I could ever be in a, a situation that's that extreme. Yeah. You know, if I, by that time, I'm already gone. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I've gotten to the points where I want to slap the taste out of their mouths. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, there's an ego that also comes with being a boss, too, sometimes. You get that ego of, oh, I deserve this, and you don't deserve anything. I'm better than you because I'm the boss. Yep. Well, your only reason you're the boss is because 
you're lazy and nobody wants to do your job. You know, I guess that's not a good reference. Because being lazy and being a boss isn't a thing. You show that you could do it at some point or they needed someone to just be in that position. And then once you got in that position, oh, you don't care no more. Yep. That's the thing. So, I mean, overall, uh, let's let's clarify. Let's let's cl- in closing, let me put it like this: If I was to become a supervisor, a manager, a general manager, a district manager, any type of owner or anything like that. The way I would treat my employees is the way that I see that I want it to be treated. Right. And that's easier said than done because sometimes you have certain types of people, certain types of situations that might pull you out of character. And I understand that. You're going to always have situations where people bump heads. It doesn't matter what job it is, people are going to bump heads. So what I would do, let's say in any situation as being a boss, is first, listen to your employees. For the most part, yes, they are the ones doing the majority of the work. So if they say this is a safety issue, if they say, you know what, this is an issue we need to figure out, the best thing you can do is just try to figure out a solution. Yeah. Compromise. Let's say, oh, we got everybody want to be off on the weekends, right? Yeah. You want Everybody wants to be off on the weekends. Well, we can't have everybody off on the weekends because we need people at this site on the weekends. Right. So then let's rotate the weekends. Then everybody could be happy. And if people can't be happy with that, you've already compromised. You don't have to let people have the day off on the weekend. But for the most part, you listen and you say, hey, this is a solution. Let's try to work with this. If that doesn't work, you find another solution. Maybe it comes to the point where, you know what, nobody can work on, uh, nobody can get off on the weekends. Mm. But to not do nothing at all is irresponsible. That's the thing. Like, you don't want the responsibility. Oh, you're too scared to say, oh, no. But you'll be like, oh, this person can get off. Oh, my homie can get off. Oh, this is that. So first, like I said, listen to the employees. Two. With great power comes great responsibility. With, little, with a little bit of power comes great responsibility half the time. Yeah. I mean, look at the situations we've been in. You've, you'll have a supervisor say, oh, I want this person to do this. And then all of a sudden they're running the whole, the whole thing. And where's the supervisor at? No. Probably in the parking lot talking to females and smoking cigarettes. <laughs> Most likely. I'm talking from experience, you know what I'm saying? It sounds sound like it. <laughs> All righty, guys. So we're going to go ahead and end this podcast today. I want to say thank you for listening. You can find this podcast anywhere podcast or download it. No. You can listen to us on Spotify, so share us. We're going to keep putting polls up on our Spotify. You can find it. Just go to the exact episode, like this one right here, and go ahead and do the poll. Do something. Let us know how what you think about the show. I'm tired of doing this by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Please help us. <laughs> Please help us. But if you're liking the content, also don't be afraid to let us know. Share it. Send it to your grandma. Okay? Send it to you, your third cousin, twice removed. Send it to your newborn uh, baby. (laughs) Send it to him in the womb. I don't care. Just do it. We need your support. And we want to thank you for everyone who has supported us so far. We appreciate it. We really do. This is Generation Delta. This is your boy, Sue. And your boy, Baby D. 
We out this piece.